when your Shognoth wants to get Shognasty. Elder. atop the hill with grandmother, her granddaughter, and a handful of other druids. They look to you, their heroes, expectantly. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Apparently, there's a whole bunch of birds above that want to come down below and do bad things. And that's not cool. So, like, we came down here to see if you needed help. Yes, our guardian has only been able to do so much. There are too many of them to truly defeat. But from time to time, we need rest. That is when we come down here. Well, considering when we initially saw it, it was a single, large, massive seagull that was flying out in the direction that I suppose ultimately leads to around here. But above you is not a single giant one, but many small, angry ones of a normal size. Seems to me that you will need an all-or-nothing solution if those smaller ones, in fact, composite the larger one. We are not combatants. We will defer to you on whatever decisions you make on this matter. Well, with the cabal of real druids, capable of real magic, I suppose, since it's the same general school of magic being used by the angry spirit, we could in some way manage to purport some kind of large, immaculate spell to either banish or destroy the spirit outright. What if you just struck them with lightning? The trouble with lightning is that it passes towards the ground. If we were to try calling lightning into these birds, it would strike Atuin and hurt him as well. I suppose, alternatively, we could also see about trying to do battle with this thing on its own field, to fight fire with fire, to take an, e to take an evil malevolent spirit and instead to summon a... Well, I suppose evil malevolent might also be a solution, but another spirit of another kind to attempt to... Reason with it with its fists. Then how would we stop that spirit when the battle was over? Why, well, we let that one be banished. Far be it from me to interject on these matters that I'm not overly versed in, but if this spirit was at one time contained by Jacob Early and before that by uh, the man that we met in Trevor's boat... Marty, Barty, Russo, uh, wouldn't it be possible to have one of your druids contain it again? The creature entered a pact with Mr. Russo, willingly. We believe that its containment after his death has driven it mad. Um, what if, like, what if we summoned a bunch of sea creatures, like Tuna? Tuna likes to eat seagulls. But, you know, they don't usually come up this far. But we can totally call Tuna to us. 
I don't think tuna eat seagulls. I assume that the crowd of birds is too large even for um, the Eligante to contend with? Eligante! Atsimano returned home after the last incident. Atsimano returned? What are we on? Yes. She lives to the south. So what you're saying is, we don't actually have to hurt the seagulls, we have to hurt the spirit that's controlling the seagulls. Yes, that is correct. Hurt it or contain or it. Or trap it? Yes. Okay. Now, fighting's not your style, but could you perhaps fashion a container that we could catch it in? And then we'll go catch it. It's not that simple. When you're dealing with a powerful spirit such as this, you need to have some level of acceptance from the creature. You cannot bind to the storm unless the storm allows it. Oh. The only other way to do this would be to somehow cure the spirit of its madness. I've done a lot of things in my time, but I've never given a seagull therapy. I have a rather outside the idea, outside the box idea, gentlemen, but uh, given the situation, I'm not sure the way I'd like to handle it, uh, we have enough time for. So instead, I will ask, uh, Grandmother, do you have a stove available? We generally cook over the fire, but some of the younger ones have solid-powered ovens. I'm not sure how well they will work here, beneath the waves. Well, gentlemen, we're going to have to use all the tools at our disposal, but my suggestion on where to begin is to bake a pie. A hobo pie? Exactly. And I don't see any vagrants around on this... Not that kind of pie! All right, um... Trevor, go... Go around and see what we can find for pie ingredients. Crusts and apples, spices. Uh, I'm going to see if I can't get one of the solar ovens to uh, at least turn on with the minimal sunlight we have here, perhaps aided by the the holy light from my sword. Okay. And I start walking around and asking people if they've got pie ingredients. What sort of pie are you trying to make? One with a hobo-lifting aroma. I believe the original hobo pie that we purchased was uh, an apple spice with a, with a crumble top. So you're looking specifically for apples. Is that what I'm hearing? Apples, cinnamon, graham cracker, things to make the pie. So Trevor. Yeah, man. You're looking for ingredients? I'm secretly going to make a special pie, because I know they have special ingredients on the island. They do. So that's what I'm doing. Are you... Like, hey, man, I'm going to need a couple of eggs from those chickens. And I'm going to need some purified water. And I'm probably going to need some flour. And I'm not entirely sure how to make flour, but I hear if you take a bunch of flowers and you mush them together and you mash it all up, you get flour. But I could be wrong, because I'm not the smartest. But I am smart, but I'm not stupid. Okay. You come back with some mashed up flowers, some apples, and some special herbs. Ta-da! 
I am going to be working with whichever of the druids are capable of speaking, maintaining the barrier, nor resting from having maintained the barrier for too long, on how we will be able to establish a containing field, so that once we have summoned or discovered the spirit, we will then be able to keep it in place and not have it thrash and flail about and direct its minions direct. You're fairly certain with talking with some of them, seeing how things are done, that the ritual being used to keep the water out could perhaps be just have its polarity reversed to be able to keep the spirit in. It won't be too difficult a feat to manage. Well, I am going to be looking into, with the resources I have available here, a method to do something that is more than what the use magic effects are able to accomplish. Yes. It looks like we're trying to use big magic here. Yes. And this is going to require multiple participants. This is going, which you've got tons of druids, so that doesn't seem like it's going to be uh, super difficult. Yes. Now, you are going to have to roll to use magic as well. And it will be particularly dangerous because by trapping the spirits inside, anything trapped inside with the spirit will also not be able to leave. Duly noted. I spend a good chunk of time working over the plan with the druids so that we're all on the same page. Father O'Malley. Yes, my son. Trevor comes back with this pile of ingredients. Ebbs, I think that the best bet for making this stratagem work is going to be to pack this solar-powered oven up and swim back to the boat and attempt to bake there. Oh, the boat has a fully stocked kitchen! Wonderful. Any ingredients you think that are here that may not be in your kitchen, you should probably pack up safely in my gym bag so that we can carry them back to the boat. Okay. And I pack all the ingredients, because, you know, why not? It would seem that uh, Izzy has found something to occupy his time, so... You might as well just leave him here working on whatever he has going on and return to the boat. And then I begin putting on my scuba suit. Hey, Og, we're going back to the boat. Ready to go? Og, wait here. Okay. And I suit up and walk through the bubble with Father O'Malley and swim back to the boat. Okay. There's another sea quake on the way back. Do, like, air bubbles come from the ground, or does water just kind of shudder, or, uh... The, the water shudders, and, like, there are big, unpredictable underwater flows of water. And you're oh. tossed about some. But you do get back to the boat without too much trouble. Well, once we're on the boat, we're gonna start making a pie. Okay. So, what is the purpose of this pie? The purpose of this pie is to produce a pungent aroma similar to that of the pie which allowed us, at least briefly, to befriend Barty so that it can remind the spirit of its former master and perhaps uh, temper its rage. Okay. And who is baking this pie? Uh, it's going to be a team effort between Trevor and I. 
To be okay. fair, I probably have special pie baking skills. Wink. So, Trevor, roll to use magic. Okay. Put that baked goods experience to good use. Hot shit, that's six and a six. And I'm specialized in use magic. What are you not specialized in? Manipulate someone, help out, kick ass, and protect people. Okay. So what's that total roll? Uh, that comes to a 13. Good enough. I would have laughed if you were like, that comes to a 10. (laughs) 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 So you have produced a pie with hobo lifting aroma. And as an added benefit, the pie is waterproof and remains hot. My finest creation. And I hand it to Father O'Malley, because I don't know what to do with it. This is truly impressive, Trevor. I knew that you were adept at getting baked, but not at baking. Ha <laughs> Wordplay. I think our best bet might be simply to move the boat further under the, the army of seagulls. And as Trevor begins to move the boat, I will move to the highest point. Uh, on the roof of the, uh, I don't know what you call it. I'm not familiar with boats, but where the helm is. And with the towel, begin to waft the aroma skyward of the pie. So, hmm, you waft the pie as you approach the seagulls. And they seem to take an interest They fly down in this massive swarm and begin circling the boat. Very quickly, day becomes night as the sun is blotted out. Trevor, you're a very affable individual. Try using the loudspeaker to call out to the great bird spirit. Okay. And I grab the intercom and I'm like, boop. Hey, big guy. I hear you're out there, and I'm in here. And I can't really talk to you out there unless I talk to the Loudhorn. Unless you want to come down here, then we can talk face to face. That'd be really cool. And you should feel safe, because you're a spirit. That means I can't hurt you. But I'm not spirit, which means you could hurt me. So you have the advantage. Plus, I brought a pie. The birds continue circling and pack tighter and tighter and tighter. And then one stray bird breaks from the flock, flies down, and grabs the pie from your hands. Bye, pie! Where is he headed with... Does it look like he's just going to eat the pie, or is he flying away with it? Maybe flying towards the giant bird spirit? You don't see the giant bird spirit, it's... It's just a flock of seagulls. Yes. And we ran. I, I understand. <laughs> it is taking the pie back to the Where mass of birds. All right, Trevor. I think that I think this might be working. Me too. Uh, give it some words of encouragement. So, like, I made that pie from scratch. So I hope you really like it, because a lot of tender love in there. Tender love, sweat and tears. I don't know. A lot of good stuff. 
A lot of happy memories. And good feelings. Like you should have. Not like Angry Birds. Because that's sad. Or mad. And that's not cool. But being happy is. So I hope you have good feelings. Or feelings. Because words are hard. And in a furious frenzy, the birds devour the pie. Then take back to the sky. Well, let's give them some time to digest. Because, you know, they're birds. Even though they have little bellies, it's still going to take a little while to set in. I'd say about 20 minutes. Wait, what stuff? The special stuff. You know, wink. Hey, middle of the episode stuff. Yeah. It is the middle of the episode. This one's 45. Smoking 45, baby, we made it. And this yep. is just your mid-episode reminder that uh, you can find Umbral Theater Presents Expeditions of the Extra Normal everywhere you find your your fine podcasts, whether it be Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, everywhere great podcasts are, we're there. And if you want to help us out for free, you can always uh, like, recommend our episodes, uh, give us a review. We love interacting with our fans, getting feedback. Also, be sure to give a look over to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash theumbraltheater, where every Thursday we're running a game of Thirsty Sword Lesbians. And Expeditions of the Extra Normal, Pinnacle City, will be coming out soon, so keep your eyes peeled for it, folks. You can check us out over on Twitter, at Umbral Theater, to see all kinds of updates and information as things tend to happen. We have a bear running it now. And now, back to the show! You return to the island and meet back up with Izzy. Hey, man. So, like, we totally made the pie. And it was really cool. And the birds came down, and one of them picked it up and brought it back up top. And a bunch of the birds ate it in a ravenous fashion. And then they went back to the sky. So, like, I think they're a little calmer. Well, frankly, that's a bit debatable, as they're still hovering over, most likely intent on getting their... Uh, Madden revenge on the people that live upon the back of this giant turtle. Well, according to Trevor and the potency and knowledge of his special ingredients, uh, anything that might be kicking in should uh, should be happening shortly. Yeah, this is probably a long swim. Or a short swim. But, you know. I don't know. Water. Well, short of providing the birds with an upset stomach, should they decide to swim in the next 25 to 30 minutes, I'm not quite sure what the pie is supposed to accomplish. Um, it has calming effects. And friending effects. And hobo-lifting aromatic effects. So, like, we'll see what happens to the birds. Because seagulls are basically hobos of birds. Maybe they'll just stay stuck in the sky. Anyway, what are you doing on this end of the, uh... Equation. Like, do we have to bring Atu into the surface? Can you do anything from down here underwater? Are we going to have a hoedown? We should be able to drag the spirit inside the bubble and contain it here where it can't do anything but be stuck in the bubble. And then it'll be subject to anything we attempt to do to it. Oh. Well, that's cool. I mean, we don't want to hold it against its will, but we do want it to stop being angry. So, at least being able to see it manifested and speak to it is a good thing. Though according to the druids here, it is also a victim of a kind of madness. A malady of the mind from having been 
stuck to a corporeal body and all of its powers being used, even though the original host body had already died. Yeah. So, like, so we I'm talk it into being stuck sure. to a different host body that doesn't want to use its powers too bad. Or perhaps just free it from bodies altogether. Or put it out of its misery. Well, it is free from bodies altogether. That's why it's out there roiling in the ocean, being angry. Well, the point still stands. If we try to persuade its mind into another kind of madness, the kind where a giant bird spirit isn't flailing about, then... Well, I suppose the druids have something in mind, and I can assist them in that endeavor. But otherwise, I know of nothing on this island, or turtle, turtle island, that could possibly do something to assuage the mind, body, or soul of a spirit, corporeal or not. Okay. I suppose that uh, at this point we shall simply have to have faith that a combination of our stratagems will help to put the bird spirit in a in a mood to uh, at least calm itself, if not be contained corporeally once again, or make a contract with uh, someone upon this island. Oh, very well. I'll arrange the druids and begin the process of drawing it in. A lot of you can ready whatever it is that you do that appeases all the sentimentalities of a giant bird spirit. Cartwheels! Got it! And I call on the druids, and arrange as we had planned to call the spirit into the dome. The bubble. Bubble's a good word. Slowly, Otwin begins to rise back towards the surface. And after perhaps an hour... He breaches the surface of the water. Immediately as he does so, the bird spirits begin diving in, ready to lay waste and wreak havoc. The druids all turn their backs to the sea and reverse the chant, waiting simply for you to take hold of the magic and seal it. With a... Cerulean blue flute that turns to a almost whitish color towards the bottom of it. I place it in my mouth and begin to play the appropriate tune to attune the bubble so that we are all safe plus one. So you're using your tune to attune to Atwin. Yes. No tuna. That would be complicated. Roll to use magic. Oh boy. A six and a three is a nine. Plus my weird of three is a twelve. Hey, nonny, nonny. And the bird spirit is trapped within the bubble. The bird spirit is angry. <clears throat> One second. The bird spirit is angry. And thousands of wings flap in unison, stirring up an enormous dust storm on the back of the island. People are losing their footing. You think you just saw somebody blown off of the back of the turtle. Supplies are clattering all about. One of the campers is tipped over. A good time for one of your plans, gentlemen. Hey, man. Can I call Parlay and ask you to come down here and talk? Or like, you know... Maybe just chill out and come down here and talk. But, like, I don't think there's any need for violence. Because you seem like a chill dude. 
The spirit continues to thrash about. Look, man, if we can't resolve this by talking, or like, in peaceful means, it's going to be violent. And that's not cool. Because, you know, violence isn't always the answer. Trevor, I don't know if it can come down. It's trapped in the bubble. I thought we were in the bubble with it. You are. Yeah. We're together. Perhaps you need to look at it face to face, Trevor. Eye to eye. Bird to bird brain. I mean, man to bird. Okay. Um. Well. Since I didn't use all the special ingredients in the pie, I have a little left over. And I roll myself a little something something. And take a couple of quick puffs so that I can float. And I float up to where the spirit is. Roll to use magic. Okay. A six and a five is an eleven. And my use magic is one for a twelve. You fly up towards the center of the mass of swarming birds. And they are not attacking you. Hey, dudes. It's me, your friend. Trevor Ebbs. We met a long time ago. When you were on my boat, because you were hiding from the big scary bird, the Alicanto. And I totally get that, because Alicanto was scary in the beginning. But later on, Alicanto became my friend. But that's not important right now. What's important is that when we were on the boat, we were friends. And then, Alicanto took y'all and brought you back to the Druid camp. And we came to try and save you. And sadly, we failed. But we're back here again, and we're trying to save you again. And this time, I don't want it to end badly. This time I want it to end goodly. So, like... If you could calm down and come down, we could talk it out. Or, like, you know, if you need a new host because you can't be good without a host, I'll totally be that host for you because I care. The swarm of birds begins to descend. And as it reaches the ground, they begin attacking everything in sight. They're in a wild, uncontrolled fury. The only thing they aren't attacking is you, Trevor, and Father Romali. You know, great spirit of the bird, uh, this violence isn't necessary. My friend Trevor means what he says. He wants to help you. If if what is required is someone who will be your partner, who will be your link to this mortal world, I know Trevor is more than willing to do that. I know Trevor is more than willing to sacrifice anything to help those he he loves and cares for. He, for all of his unique lifestyle has never been anything but a man who wishes to see the world around him be a better place. I was so skeptical many, many months ago when I first met him and found that he was to be part of my mission, but when he says that he will help you achieve what needs to be achieved, he isn't... he is not lying. He is here... Now, but if you continue to hurt these people that he cares for, he he may lose heart. Can't you find it in yourself to forgive and move on and find happiness with this uh, this new offered handshake? Izzy, take one damage. Armor defeating. Father O'Malley, roll to read a bad situation. I shall do just that. All right, a four and a two is a six. 
plus my sharp of one is a seven. You could hold one. Indeed I do. And I need to pick the best possible one. Um, what's the best way to protect the victims? It is becoming more and more obvious that this spirit is mad. As in insane. It is not acting in any natural way. It is lashing out at everything. Unless you have some way of fixing its madness, then the only way to protect its victims will be to destroy it. Oh. Well, there's really only two options at this point that I have at my cap- at my disposal, which are prayer or violence. The Lord knows I've had enough of of the one. Uh, so at my last uh, at my last end, I will hit my knees and cross myself in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And I will beseech my Heavenly Father after all we've done, after all the turmoil we've gone through, and understanding that this is our fault, this is a mess that we made. If it is within his power and his will to take this creature, uh, whether it be of his nature or not, and fix its mad spirits, now would be the time for a proffered miracle. You hear footsteps. They're irregular. But someone is approaching you from behind. I'll cast a look over my shoulder. Limping towards you is Sir Osmond of the Flow. 